0: Hello and welcome to episode eighty-nine of the Penadic Podcast, your weekly show where we discuss pens, paper, and the analog tools that we love so dearly. My name is Mike Curley, and I am joined by the Ayatollah of Hiroshizuku, Mr. Brad Dowdy.
1: <laughs> I like it. <laughs> How's it going, Mike? Good, man. Very, very well. How are you? Good, good. I like you. I think uh, I think that's a good one there because yeah, you 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 have serious competition with uh, with the. Uh, the main man Keegan from One Star Leather because I I purchased a wallet from him and, again, I got another um, little special uh, introduction on my envelope. And this time, I am the best Disney princess. Well, you see, where I agree that that's awesome, Mm -hmm. that's
0: not stationary related.
1: I know, I know. But the Ayatollah of Orochizuku, I am totally down with.
0: I mean, to save follow-up, I am... Perfectly aware that that there that is not meant to be alliteration; it is merely assonance. <laughs> I know that Ayatollah is not spelled with an I.
1: Yes, yes. I just want to it save was, it myself. Was, it was well done, and we have we have another we have another intro. It's become a thing when we uh, get uh, further down the list here. But we got a we got a lot of follow up items, so I say we we get right into it today, man.
0: If you heard a, a bang, that was my iPad falling from my my desk to some boxes below. Wow! Everything, Did it survive? Everything's okay. Everyone's okay. Everyone okay, good. Everyone is well. Good. All right. Um, and I missed what you said because I turned around just in time <laughs> and it, and then it, saw it crash to the ground.
1: No, I was saying we got a lot, lots of good stuff to talk about today, so we should probably get into it because, um, yeah, I, I want to hear about this uh, this Twizby, um, um customer service that you uh, have received since our, our last episode.
0: Yeah, so last week I mentioned that I'd contacted Twisby to ask them for a new cap to, for my ROC, and it has arrived, Brad.
1: I, I'm stunned.
0: It arrived like three days ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I, and it's it's an ROC cap. They didn't send me like a blue or a red cap. It's a Twisby 540
1: ROC um, yeah, replacement cap. Yeah, it was on the, on the, uh, the band at the bottom of the cap, it says it's got the little special ROC designation, right?
0: Mm-hmm. And it has the Sun logo on
1: the on the top. Wow, where did it ship from? I'm curious. Um, from California or from Taiwan? Um,
0: it came f- from Asia. Uh, I I feel really bad because I can't remember where.
1: No, that's fine. I was just more of a curiosity for my part.
0: It's from wherever Twisby are based, and because and I, I don't yeah. want to say, because I feel like if I say like China, then I and I'm wrong. Then I feel like I'm yeah. just being generalist, generalistic, or
1: whatever. No, um, no, no. I, I just think I, one of the um. I didn't mean to put you on the spot, but I know one of the guys, um, Speedy from Twisby, works out of California a lot, but I think the main shop is you know in in China or. Taiwan I don't I don't even know exactly sure so I was curious if it shipped from like California area or from the Asia area but the Asia area I'm pretty impressed they still have some of these caps that's what I don't
0: understand I guess they just have replacement parts I guess they just have replacement parts you know I just guess that they're there for these sort of scenarios
1: that's a that's a smart thing, I guess yeah I mean to have that back stock and for a certain amount of time until it's gone you know past uh, way past when they're being sold I mean these hadn't been sold for a couple of three two or three years now I'm guessing mm-hmm. so um so is it like like good as new it's good as new that's so cool they um uh, and that was fast too I mean like ridiculously fast'
0: It's like three or four days or something silly yeah. like that. Good on them. So congratulations. I mean, if you needed yet another reason to purchase Twisby products, their customer service is now that reason.
1: Yeah. Well, we're going to give you even more reasons right now.
0: Yeah, what you need to tell me about this, because I, as is usual with the Twisby Facebook page, I don't really understand what's happening.
1: (laughs) I think that's a a fair sentiment, and I will agree with you on that. On the, the Twisby Facebook page, I don't know what's happening most of the time either, because they post a lot of prototype stuff. They say, hey, we're working on this. We might do it. We might not. So I don't know how many things are real, how many things are not, uh, how many things are going to go in production. Um, and when they, if they do go in production, it might be a year from when they post a picture on there. But they've posted one of the coolest things I've seen from them in a long time. And I'm a huge Twisby fan, so I think everything's pretty cool. But this kind of takes the cake. It's the 580, you know, the the 580, Diamond 580, with... Aluminum Piston and section Colored aluminum piston and section Parts and it looks amazing It's the clear demonstrator barrel With and the aluminum Is colored in blue green Orange purple and red And I think it looks outstanding I mean I I, It's like I want one of these yesterday And they They may not even manufacture it Right it's so really hard to tell. You
0: you don't know anymore, then?
1: I don't know anymore. Okay. I mean, and they're not, I mean, and they'll they'll come out and say, I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do. Yeah, because actually the, the capture on the photo is we've been testing the aluminum piston mechanism for years. I don't even remember when we started. Now it's final done. The turning mechanism is very smooth. Most of all, I'm happy with the result of the pin in original aluminum color. So what does that mean? Are you going to make it or not? I don't know. Mm. (laughs) But they've shown off things like, you know, way back. I don't even, I couldn't even find the dates if I wanted to probably. But the Rose Gold 580 that they just launched, what, a month or two ago? I mean, that's been on their Facebook page for ages. The Classic's been on their Facebook page for ages. So they just kind of use their Facebook page as this testing bed to get feedback on what the prototypes look like, I think. And, of course every time they do that everyone just like rages for them because they all look so good and everyone wants them i mean there's this uh there's this white delrin looking pen further down the page back from november that i've never even seen before never even heard before and it's got this cool filling mechanism and this cool um translucency in it so (laughs) i don't know what to make of it but i wanted to post it out there because it's awesome looking and you know what I feel about the the 580 in general. Um, as a matter of fact, I was using it using it last night, and every time I use it, i am always always very much enjoy it. Um, especially last night when I shot ink across the uh, across the meeting table in a in a meeting I was at at my at my ju- my day job or night job, as you will. My 580 um, made a mess on the on the table. I don't know how. I've still yet to figure that one out. But that was fun. And uh I don't I don't think anyone anyone caught me last night, but uh I think I accidentally flicked the pen somehow and I shot ink about two feet across the table. <laughs> I had to I had to mop it up when I was done. <laughs> oh, anyway, I, I digress. But I will I want this aluminum uh piston, Twisby. Yeah, I, I want
0: th- I want them bad. Like yeah. I I saw them and I was like, Oh yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah, so, make yeah. it happen, Twisby. Mm-hmm. Make it happen. So that's a that's a temptation right there. So I'd I'd be curious to see because that will probably be a little bit more than I'm guessing. Probably be a little bit more than the standard 580. But I bet it's still probably like I don't know. They have the they do a good job of keeping it all in the reasonable price range. It seems like maybe like a 75 five dollar pen, something like that. Maybe Mm -hmm. who knows? I'm just pure speculation on my part. But probably a little more than the regular 580. um, Just for the parts. Uh, And the added cost of the parts, but man, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. So, what else you got? Um, Where else are we in the document? Ogami Notebooks. I know a little bit about this, but you've been kind of driving this one here.
0: Yes. So, uh, we had. So, yeah. What do you know about these things?
1: It's stone paper, right? That's all I remember. Yes.
0: So, we had a a listener contact us, uh, Alexander Putz. Got in contact mm-hmm. to say that he'd found these really interesting uh, notebooks and that he wanted to send them to us. So basically, what what we've got is so I have them here, Brad, and I'm I'm putting yours in the post uh, because he sent. Them, I told him to send them both to me, and then I would send yours on to you.
1: Right, that's Be- what he told me he was going to do. Because he's of, in he's in Europe somewhere, right? Yeah, because I said, you know,
0: let's, let's save you some money rather than you know, his right. and Right. So I'll read from the back. Ogami uses Repap. I don't really know what that means. Uh, in all the product lines. Oh, here we go. Repap is made up of eighty percent calcium carbonate and a small percentage, twenty percent from non-toxin resins. The calcium carbonate present in Repap comes from limestone recovered from caves and used in the and used. In the Creating Repap, a resistant and durable as well as waterproof paper. A paper that is also soft, smooth, and bright white. One of the strangest notebook products I have ever received. <laughs> so, we have... I have a couple of different sizes, and I've got the smaller size, the pocket size. Mm-hmm. Um, like this, this is like a field note size one. And Okay, okay so... They don't feel like stone
1: but i would hope not
0: <laughs> but they feel like stone so it feels like paper but you know how like that feeling you get when you rub stones together mhm and oh actually no hmm. you've been you've been to the beach right have you ever, uh, yeah. have you ever been to a pebble beach no so we get these a lot in the uk and there's a really interesting thing when stones get wet um they 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 give off this like strange feeling like a like there's a film covering the stone mm-hmm, and this mm-hmm. obviously is the breakdown of sand and stuff right it kind of feels like that a little bit like the paper is kind of it's smooth but there's a definite texture that you can't put your finger on it's like a rough texture um and when you're sort of using the pages they rub together in a strange way like there's a awful lot of resistance between the pages. Okay. And what you're left with is a paper that feels like it's glossy, but isn't shiny. Okay. Which is really strange. So it has the feeling of like magazine paper, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't shine.
1: Okay. Interesting. Yeah, because the the thing that threw me off the most about it was not the stone in the makeup of the paper, but that it's waterproof on top of that. Yeah,
0: That's, I haven't tested the waterproofness of it.
1: That just, that seems like, I don't know, interesting. There's a lot lot going on there because I've had a, a guest review of stone paper on the pen attic before. And um, I've never actually tried it myself. But, you know, stone paper's been around for a few years now is when I, I started seeing it. Um, And there's some interesting... The guy that did the uh, review on my blog is for the Oxford Stone Paper Notebook. Um, I don't know if it talks about... Yeah, it talks about it being strong, durable, and water-resistant. So that's interesting. And he also lit it on fire. It's kind of uh, fireproof. Why don't you try that real quick? Nope. No? Okay. This reminds about-
0: me of the Expedition Edition.
1: Yeah. And it's tear-proof as well. So it, that's interesting. So how does it handle... Yes. How does it feel when you write on it? So
0: it doesn't tear, like I'm trying to tear it right now. And mm-hmm. so, well, it does if you get it right, you know. But sure. that it, it doesn't rip. Like, you have to, like, really sort of go for it to tear it. Right. Um, It's really interesting. Like, interesting to the point where I'm like, hmm. Okay. Hmm. So basically, I wrote down my notes whilst... Writing on on the the paper itself, so I will write. I will read to you what I was writing down. Slow okay. drying time, not incredibly slow, but slow, as you'd expect. It leaves an interesting line on the page. Um, and what I meant by that is like the way that pens feel on this paper is interesting, and the way that the ink dries is unlike. Other pens, so when I was writing with fountain pens, I was writing with uh, a pelican, my pelican. Mm -hmm. The way that it dries, it doesn't look like the way it dries in other paper. It's like it's kind of like drawn on it and it just stays
1: there. It doesn't get absorbed. Mm, Yeah, I can see that, I guess, happening because that's how the expedition paper was, right? It it would never...
0: Yeah, it's super... No, 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 I don't mean it's not drying. When it dries... It's like it's like it doesn't look like any ink has been absorbed. It looks like it's just dried oh, in place. Gotcha. But it's dry. Oh
1: yeah, that's weird.
0: <laughs> um, you know, obviously it's not. You know, it it's absorbed by the paper in as such that you know there's not ink all over the place. But when it dries, there's no feathering, nothing. You just write on it and it dries. Hmm. So it's like kind of writing with a permanent marker on plastic.
1: I mean, It gotcha. doesn't get absorbed,
0: it yeah. just will stay there. The ink drying is good, all things considered. Like, for time, to be honest. It doesn't dry instantly, but it dries pretty quickly. Um, but the way it looks is incredible. Fountain pens, it feels like you're writing on glass. It's, it's amazing. So huh. smooth. And I've never had the Retro 51 perform so well. Really? It's like a different pen. That's crazy. The Autographic Liner... Really doesn't work.
1: Yeah, I could so, kind of see that.
0: Um, to the point where I wrote in this yesterday,
1: still still smudges. Oh my goodness! But the fountain pens don't. Uh, you have, have to, to really after go at a certain amount of time.
0: You have to really go at it. So if I can go to the, my ink yesterday and really rub it, and it will smudge the fountain pen ink. But mm-hmm. the autographic liner, if I just touch it, the ink comes off. It's a mess. Hmm. So That's interesting. That's, you know, that's not ideal. But just don't write under the autographic liner. Like, if I really, like, sort of rub on this, the ink will smudge, but it kind of will do that with paper as well, like, for fan and pen ink. If you really, you know, it's going mm-hmm. to do with something weird, anyway. Um, basically, I recommend this. I think this is a really cool, different, and interesting product. And the paper is good. It's good quality. They're nicely made notebooks. They've all got, they've got a nice little character to them. Um, there's a bunch of different sizes. I'm definitely going to use it more. Mm-hmm. I think it would be a really interesting sort of just um, ink testing notebook because it will produce such peculiar results.
1: Yeah, I like that. There's a pocket size one too, so that's pretty neat. So I'm, I I look forward to to testing it out.
0: I'm going to get them in the post to you today. So yeah, no hurry, no so hurry. So thank you, and Alexander. Thank you, uh, yeah,
1: thanks, Alexander.
0: So that's sitting in my uh, in my groove from
1: Mr. Dudak. <laughs> awesome so how is your penmanship in there because we got to we got a we got a nice got a nice email from a from a listener talking mm-hmm. about uh penmanship so how's your penmanship working these days same same <laughs> yeah no right same same <laughs> like as it always change. was yeah like it changes a lot so uh-huh. we got it we got an email from josh and the subject is mike's left-handed problem so this is a really interesting email. It caught me off guard. I didn't know what to think about this. I don't. I'm, I'm just gonna, gonna okay, no, actually no. You say read it first, and no, I'll Yeah, opinion I don't. I'm not gonna read the whole thing, but I'm gonna read the the, the nuts and bolts here, and I'm especially gonna read the uh, beginning. It says to the man who takes his power from the mighty mythology of the heavens, Or the pin god. How did I do? <laughs> <laughs> Very good, actually says <laughs> I've been listening to your podcast with great enthusiasm during the past few months. I can't believe how ignorant I was to the wide world of writing utensils outside of the big ballpoints, which I use so thoughtlessly, which I used to so thoughtlessly buy and lose in bulk. I was particularly interested in your evolution into fountain pens. Like Mike, I am a lefty. I struggle to write with my now beloved Pilot Prera in my divergent left-handed oddness, but I've recently overcome this problem. I write with my right hand. So let's stop right there. What? What were your thoughts when you read that? When I got there, I was like, I, I can't wait to read the rest of this email because this is insane.
0: I have a fundamental problem with it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, I just it's just unnatural. It's whoa. like. You know, it, like a nature, like a nature fundamental problem with it. Well, it's very 1840s like you're going against the laws of nature kind of thing, or well, like,
0: it just feels like a right, you know, it's, it's just like uh kids being forced to write with their right hand, you know, it's it's just it feels very
1: sure, yeah, sure. I don't, I don't like it. So, let me let me read this next little bit and then we'll talk about it some more. It says this. Yeah. It says, the solution of mine is not for the faint of heart, but nor is it as difficult as you may assume. Writing with my right hand is merely taken consistent and dedicated practice. I write just one page each day. In the beginning, I was not able to complete the full page in my allotted practice time, but I've been able to increase my writing speed significantly in the past four months. I'm down to about 20 minutes per page now, and my handwriting, while still somewhat slow, is much better than I can scrawl with my left hand. So it's interesting on on a lot of accounts, right? So your issue, and and I'm I'm totally with you on that. As uh, a yeah, because I, you know, it used to be a kind of a stigma, right, to to write with your left hand. So people would force people to change. But I mean, he's obviously doing this on his own, and it seems to be working for him. So I don't know. Is this something you'd even consider, or it's just not? There's no reason to ever even go there.
0: I'm proud of being left-handed. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't. I don't want to change it. I don't feel <laughs> like I need to be fixed, and I, and I don't feel like maybe that this, you know, this is what is being uh, that that Josh is saying this of me or of himself <laughs> even. No, no. But I don't feel like the way to fix my penmanship is to force myself to be right-handed. Mm-hmm.
1: So uh, I think the most important thing he said here honestly and when I get questions about penmanship this is what I say regardless of what hand you are It takes consistent and dedicated practice to change your penmanship So it's very possible he could have done this with his left hand I don't know if he tried maybe he did But and I'm I I wrote some notes actually last night just to kind of thinking about a new blog post just about penmanship because people ask me how I get my penmanship and it's it's strictly a practice thing and an evolution of a lot of repetitive action. I mean, there's no simple way to make it better and my handwriting, and I've said this several times, my handwriting right now is infinitely worse than it was 10 or 15 years ago because I don't practice anymore um, it's all about speed now and that leads to a little bit of you know poor handwriting. So I'm gonna I'm working on some notes to write up a post just about handwriting in general and how to learn to write better. Not that I have all the answers, but just kind of how I evolved into the handwriting that I have now, um, when it was good, why I, I think it's bad now, and how you can change things. But it's it's legitimately it's, it just comes down to Josh said it best, consistent and dedicated practice. I mean 20 minutes. 20 minutes a page um you know if you can spend that every day for the past like he said the past four months he's been doing that um i promise you no matter what hand you use your handwriting it's going to be better it's just the way it goes right
0: yeah but do you know what i'm not interested in changing my
1: penmanship i like the way i write i do too and trust me, it is not bad. We just like to, I know. We just like to give you a hard time. It just kind of became a thing, and and I'm never going to let it go. <laughs> well, good, good for you, Mike. Own it, baby. Thanks, Papa. <laughs> I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go tie your left hand behind your back and make you walk around town all day just using your right hand. <laughs> it's very Shakespearean. <laughs> All right, um, I got an e- another email um, just about a new product that Pentel's coming out with several years ago, and I used to get emails on this from time to time. They had a mechanical pencil that was point two millimeters, and that's that's like ridiculous for a, um, Life. a pencil lead. Humans, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I've used point. As much as I like fine tip pens, and I've used 0.3 millimeter mm. mechanical pencil leads, 0.3 <laughs> millimeter is too fine.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I translated the
1: page. Oh, it's great, isn't it? I was actually going to put something in the show notes about the translation, but yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I'm glad you're enjoying it. But we have this link to the show notes. And I just wanted to mention this. It's called the Pentel Orenz, I believe, is how you pronounce it, O-R-E-N-Z. Pentel is the only one that I knew of that used to have a 0.2 millimeter lead mechanical pencil. And I never got one. Um, JetPens stopped carrying them. You could never find I could never find one. I just wanted one to to see what it's like. Um, 0.3 is too fine for me. I'm, obviously, 0.2 would be as well. But just to have something that fine would be fun to play around with. And they stopped making them um several years ago, despite the fact that they still manufacture 0.2 millimeter lead. The, the pencils aren't easy to get with to uh find. And now they're coming out with a new 0.2 millimeter pencil. So for anyone who's interested in that, and I know a few people are based on some of the emails I've gotten in the past, um, I don't know when or where you'll be able to get these, but um it's uh it looks like they're gonna make it a more it's not completely a it's not a totally drafting engineering style pencil. It looks like more of a mainstream design. So, I'm guessing we might see these at places like JetPens and other retailers and things like that in the coming in the coming months or years depending on how long it takes uh, people to get on board. But it's a new product for 2014, and I thought it was a cool link. And you can get lost in some of these um, <laughs> some of these Japanese pen pages, huh? <laughs> 2014 mechanical pencil
0: that is not broken core marvelously. Even ultrafine 0.2 Urenzo will be released from the sun.
1: <laughs> that was the part that I saw.
0: <laughs> it is the extra lead-sharp microfiber that can be used. So Urenzu. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man
0: it just doesn't it just doesn't you, you cannot do direct translation of, no. of of languages that use a different syntax it's just not yeah
1: but that release amazing. from the sun part was killing me last night I when I saw this I don't know it was what was really that good. could
0: have come from why did
1: <laughs>
0: very quick I want to give one last piece of follow
1: up yeah I'm gonna let you take this one
0: so this is from uh, Karis Customs they they did a survey um, of the backers of the ink project as to whether they were going to do medium or fine nib. So they originally offered a medium nib, and lots of people wanted them to do a fine nib. Now, they were only going to make one uh, nib size for the ink. Um, they, they you know, they wanted to not have to complicate things any further. Um, so basically, they put out this survey, and they put out an update, which I'll put in the show notes. Show notes are at 5x5.tv slash pen addict slash eighty nine and basically from the survey they had people answering fine nib outnumbered those answering medium nib as the nib they wanted four to one so they're going now with um, a fine nib for the um, for the ink so they've changed the original um, specifications of the pen and it's going to be a fine nib now now As they've mentioned, some people don't, you know, will now no longer want to have the pen, so, you know, they can, I guess, cancel. But I just wanted to throw my hat into the ring on this. Where it's a bit strange, obviously, to change something halfway through the campaign. Um, 68 hours to go, by the way, um, nearly at $90,000. I I guess for anybody that's listening to the show and is a bit unsure of this, Over the weekend, I um, was playing around with my uh, Retro 51 Tornado Fountain Pen, which has the same nib. And I've mentioned that I'd used the nib before. That's the pen that has it. It's a Schmidt Medium nib. For me now, that nib is not usable. It's too wet. Um, it, It gives far too much ink on the medium for me. So I personally am happy with the fine. I'm going to assume that the fine nib will be closer to a more standard German medium than this. Brad, do you have an ink?
1: I, I do. I do. And, and it has I, the, uh, medium nib.
0: And what do you think? Do you think that... I mean, I'm putting you on the spot, but... Mm-hmm. Do you think that they've maybe made the right decision going with a fine nib?
1: I do. And... um. I mean, but, you know, it's it's personal preference. But and for me, obviously, I would prefer the fine nib over the medium nib. Yeah. Um, the medium nib was pretty wet um, and pretty wide line, so I'd be anxious to see what the fine does. Um, I didn't realize it when I answered the survey, and maybe that's my ignorance and my um, just rushing through it real quick. I didn't realize that they were going to change what it shipped with based on the results and only, and only go with the one nib. You know, I thought there might be. Let's see how many people want fine and how many want medium, and we'll do both. I didn't know one was going to be cut off. You know, kind of based on the results of the, the um, survey. So it was an interesting decision. Yep. Um, there, you know, the justification is that you know if we ordered all these nib sizes and let everyone pick, <clears throat> it would delay our shipping and manufacturing time. Because we'd have to treat every order as a custom order instead of making, you know, one set of pins using the same nib for every pin that we make. We'd have to spend extra time sorting out, okay, does Mike want this? Does Brad want this? Does Bob want this? Does Jane want this? And that takes extra time. And that's what we're going through with with Knock. And what we, I mean, it's a different, completely different set of, uh, set of parameters on there. And we're, that's just exactly how we needed to set ours up. But on Dan and Kara's Customs case, I can see Why they would want to do it that way, and they're going to offer the other nibs available for sale um, after Kickstarter. So that's good if people want to swap it out. And you know, these days, I I can understand why some people would have a problem with it. Uh, There's there's no doubt. But these days, now that I feel like I've gotten a pretty good grasp on fountain pens. I'm not so worried about nibs as much because I know I can switch them and I, I know I can do things yeah. that, you know, maybe not everyone who's buying their first fountain, fountain pen understands that they can do. Um, but, you know, people's, the argument would be, well, I shouldn't have to do anything. And I, and I can see that argument too. So, anyway. <clears throat> So there you go.
0: I just wanted to, to, to throw my hat into the ring because people know that I'm a medium aficionado and the, the mm-hmm. medium that Schmidt nib that I have is closer to a bold, really, um, in yeah. some of the stuff that I've used. So I think people, if you've backed the project and you're unsure, I would say go for it still. Um, and I'm sure that, you know, it'll be simple enough to get a replacement nib for a reasonable cost, but I think people will be happy with it.
1: Yeah, and these nibs aren't going to cost very much, the replacement nibs, I'm guessing. No.
0: So you you can find them, you know?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Righty-ho then, shall I We take a quick break. And um, I have rearranged the order of the next batch of topics because I have something that I want to talk about which might take a little bit of time and uh, just in case it takes too long. and we, That's good because yeah, these around.
1: other topics can be held till next week if we run out of time or such. So, Brilliant. yeah, totally fine.
0: Because I really want to get the ball rolling on this thing today. So okay. It's part of my New Year's resolution. I like it. So this episode is brought to you, of course, by the fine folks over at Squarespace. They are the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own website. For a free trial and 10% off, go to squarespace.com and use the code, the offer code, tallyho one. Squarespace is constantly updating their platform with new features, designs, and more support. They have fantastic looking templates for you to get started with, and tons of style options for you to adjust so you can really create your own space online. Squarespace takes care of hosting, SEO, and even makes sure that your site automatically looks fantastic on any device it's incredibly easy to use but if you need any help over 70 squarespace employees are on their customer care team which are based in new york city squarespace truly cares about design and it really shows throughout their whole site which are always updating with fun at new branding that has won numerous design awards as well as just their templates and everything else that they do winning awards because they are amazing. They have two brand new iOS apps for Squarespace customers. Squarespace blog, which lets you easily draft, post, schedule, and review posts and manage an monitor your comments to your blog and also Squarespace blog is fully integrated with layout engine allowing you to easily format text mark down and tap and drag images within your post and they also have Squarespace metrics which allows you to monitor website analytics like KPIs and page views unique visitors and it gives you projections and charts for your websites these are all at your fingertips these are just some of the amazing features that Squarespace have to offer I've been using them for a long time as has Brad I haven't got enough good things to say about Squarespace. Big fan. They've been around for 10 years now. These guys really know what they're doing. I want you to go and try them out for yourself because I know that you'll be hooked when you do. Go over to squarespace.com. Sign up for a free trial. There's no credit card required to do this, and if you decide to purchase it, plans start at just $8 a month and include a free domain name if you sign up for a year. And make sure that you get 10% off and support the show by using the offer code TALLYHO1. That's T-A-L-L-Y-H-O-1. So thank you so much to Squarespace for supporting 5 by 5 and The Pen Addict.
1: Two, two quick things on that. Please. One, they introduced Layout Engine 2, what, about two weeks ago now? uh actually something like that
0: i think it rolled out slowly but it, it kind of so was maybe, lo- not, last maybe not maybe not everyone has it. yeah last look, they have it now everybody has it now as of last week
1: okay so i've had it for a couple weeks and it's really nice they've done a good job i was a little bit confused at first on how to use it because it was funny they rolled it out like i got mine before they even launched the blog post on their site
0: yeah see i didn't so I have w- it until the blog post went live
1: Yes, I had it like a week before that. So I was a little bit confused. I couldn't figure out exactly how to do stuff. Um, in the end, I think it works better for me than how it was set up before. Um, you can manipulate things a little bit better. Um, so that's worked out well. And secondly, the iOS app, oh man, it totally works. Um, the previous app and Squarespace knew this and they would have no problem admitting that it was, it was literally garbage. Um, it was unusable. Um, it just flat out did not work. This new app, I'm actually able to edit Markdown links, which I wasn't before, and save them on the fly on my phone. Like if someone says, "Hey, I've got a typo," or "Hey, my links," one I had a I had some bad formatting, some self inflicted bad formatting, and some links like a week ago, and. I was able to fix them on my phone in about a minute and before on the app, I would never have been able to get that working without a huge amount of frustration and I was actually nervous going in. I was like, all right, I'm going to test this thing out and mm. see if it works and it was kind of like an aha moment. It, it, it just worked and it was awesome so hallelujah to those iOS apps actually being able to work now.
0: Yeah, when they, when they upgraded to, to their version 6, the apps had some problems. Yep, um, but they instead of that they pushed some updates out, which fixed a bunch of stuff. But they decided they needed to go back to basics of it again, which they've done. Yep, and it
1: it just it works now, and it's super. It's actually a useful tool instead of instead of a, an exercise in frustration.
0: Also, it's it's also more than that. It's like a useful tool as opposed to just an, uh, the only option you have on on you know when on the go. So instead, yeah. of, instead, of the iPhone app being just like, "Oh, this is all I can do," it's now like actually, this is just good, just generally good to use.
1: Yeah, no, I could actually write a full blog post in there um, if I was comfortable doing so without hesitation. Mm-hmm. Where before it, there was, you had no shot of accomplishing something like that, and now it, it's really great.
0: So my one of my resolutions, my main pen resolution of the year, is to help someone in my life find the perfect pen for them, and I have somebody in mind that I'm trying to to get this. Through with so, over the weekend, I took a, a a selection of pens, a selection of fountain pens, for this person to try out, and I took notes. Now, what I am going to do is I am just going to run through, Brad, the mm-hmm. the the pens um, that uh, that I was able to get that we were able to try out together, um, and then run through some sort of overall comments. Okay, because I need help. Okay. To find this pen. So I need I need the I need the Pen Addict listeners to be as awesome as they are and help me on this treasure hunt. Maybe you will just be able to give me the answer, we'll see. So the pens that we tried out were a Kaweco um, uh, Sport mini. Sorry, medium, I meant to say. A Kaweco Sport medium nib. A vanishing point medium nib, the uh, Parker Vacumatic. In whatever size nib that is. Nobody knows. Um, An Edison Perlette. The Twisby 540 ROC, which is a fine nib. Um, The 540, Twisby 540 in a medium nib. The Twisby Mini Stub Nib. The Platinum, because I just figured why not. Uh, The... Pilot Metropolitan, I'm going to put links to all these in the show notes, by the way, in case anybody's new to these. Pilot Metropolitan only comes in a medium nib. The Tornado Fountain Pen, which is why I was using it. A Pilot Pereira in medium nib. An AG Spalding Pen in medium nib. The uh, Lamy AL Sport in medium nib. They were, that's the list of pens. So basically, the favorites out of this were for a nib, the Twisby Mini, because of the stub. Which, okay, yeah, that had the stub nib. Because it's interesting, was mm-hmm. what I was told. But the overall favorite pen to which I have now given this person, they, did, they now have this pen because I don't use it, uh, was the Pilot Metropolitan.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, when I go through my summary of what they're looking for, it will maybe try. It will maybe help explain that a bit. A sleek, simple design, not clear plastic. Can be plastic, but not clear plastic. Doesn't want to. Doesn't. It's not intended to look like plastic. Mm-hmm. Um, medium nib, stub preferred. From all the nib sizes that we got got to try out, it was clearly going to be either a medium or the stub because it was interesting. Must be light, smooth to write. She's very perceptive of um, how a line is drawn. Any of my pens that I consider to be slightly rough, considering you know my stringent, you know the way that we are as pen addicts, she picked that up one hundred percent. She's like, don't like it. So, like hmm. for example, the prayer she couldn't stand it. <laughs> she, could, she could not stand it. She hated it. Um, also, didn't like the design of the prayer, but loved the cap thing. Mm-hmm. Actually, because it's so amazing, um, must have good ink flow and must be full size, not mini. Otherwise, Twisby Mini would have been what she would have wanted. But because even though it's clear plastic, she loves the design of it, but doesn't like um, that it's mini. It's a mini pen. So that's it. I mean, overall, she actually doesn't. Uh, the, the, the obvious one would have been a Twisby, right? But she doesn't five like eight, five eighty. Yeah, but she doesn't like the overall style of twi- of the mm Hmm.
1: Um.
0: So that's that would have been the easy one, right? Because I could have got a stub nib, no problem. Job done. Right. But the overall design of the larger Twizbies she doesn't like, which is interesting. But there are some differences between the minis and the the full size and the way that they look. Um. I mean, it's an option, but it's kind of it doesn't fit the. Because I don't think that Twisbees are really sleek or simple. They're quite big and bulky.
1: Right, they are. Actually, I've, I've had um, I've had someone um, emailing me in the past couple of weeks. You know, they they definitely they kind of went through a list like this. You know, I need this, I need this, and one of the high you know they were one concerned about price and then two you know they said they had bigger hands so they needed a larger pen so i pointed out the 580 and they're like oh my gosh that's exactly what i need Just cuz it's a it's a little bit larger pen compared to especially you put that side by side to the prera and you realize how small the prera actually is so
0: you know it's it's clear to me the the type of thing that she's looking for. I mean, I feel like I can see that, you know?
1: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Um, and she's she's in love with the Metropolitan, which is funny to me because it proves what we were talking about many, many moons ago um, about the fact that it was such a fantastic pen, but I just didn't really... I just wasn't blown away by it. But mm-hmm. I guess for somebody who's not as fanatical and obsessed as we are, It just didn't have all the other things that I like. Mm -hmm. It wasn't interesting enough to me. That sort of stuff. I had it in gold, which I wasn't happy with. But it was, you know, as I said, I wasn't surprised by it. It performed perfectly well. Um, I remember saying that at the time. Um, So this is where we are. I mean, kind of the Metropolitan would be, will be fine, and we'll do the job. But I really want to find something different for her.
1: What did she think about the Perlette? Because that's got the most different, well, besides the Vanishing Point, that's got one of the most unique barrel yeah, so feels, I guess, than most of the, everything else on this list.
0: Oh, do you know what she picked up, which is amazing, I thought, because it's something that I have noticed but never really paid attention to. The Edison Perlette sounds interesting when you write. hmm and i it's true i never but and and I could hear it, but I never really noticed it that yep, know on the exactly paper what you're talking about has a really amazing sound mm-hmm. she thought it was weighted really well and liked it a lot and liked the barrel construction but did not like the pattern
1: sure that's because it i mean well it's a smaller pen i mean it's the it's not necessarily a mini pin but it's it's definitely not a what I would consider a full size pin um but that barrel style and material i think is really nice and there's bigger options like in those edisons they're not exactly cheap obviously but something like a edison beaumont um, might be something to consider because it it comes in the solid materials it's full-sized it's lightweight you can get a stub nib um that's one of the first things. It depending on her feeling of the, like the acrylic barrel of the, um, the Perlet. You know the Beaumonts come in similarly nice materials, and for a full size pen, it's awfully light, but it's extremely comfortable to write with, and you have that nib variety. Now, so here's the out other here's list. The other caveat. It's probably the most expensive pen on yeah. that list.
0: So my my caveat is, I don't want it to be too expensive because I'm going to buy this pen, and if she doesn't like it, I'm kind of screwed because then right. I you know, I haven't got a, a price limit. I guess but under a hundred dollars. Okay. I think yeah. is probably where where I want to go with this. Um, I don't. I don't want to go much higher than that, or really any higher than that. If it's more than fifty, it makes it. You know,
1: right. Um, okay, so no, that's a good. That's a good. Um, that's a good thing to know. I mean, so, if it's the right pen.
0: I mean, the other thing is, if I don't have one of them, then and it's a nice pen, then hey, I've got another pen for my collection. Right. Um, right. But. I would prefer to, for it not to, to, to cost too much more. Yeah.
1: No, no that's fair. Um, another one I'm thinking of is, and I don't have one of these, and I keep going back and forth on whether I like it or not. I have a hard time getting past the gold, uh, the gold nib, um, just because I, pr- I prefer the silver or rhodium-plated nibs, um, is the Twisby Macarta? Um, that's a pen that's always fascinated me. It's a different material um i don't know if that would be her style but it's under 100 bucks it's full-sized and very lightweight um because of the materials it's made with and it comes in a range of nib sizes i think it's like 80 or 90 bucks yeah Um,
0: she's she's gonna like that because it's kind of like snake skinny looking
1: (laughs) yeah it's really weird the listeners can totally correct me on this, and I don't want to give out misinformation, but I think Macarta is like some type of cotton filament type of pen, the way it's made or wrapped. I, I could be wrong, and I'm not looking at it. To, I wasn't prepared to do the research on that, but it's so that makes it a lot more lightweight pen, Mike, than, you know, like a solid plastic pen. But it's totally full size. I mean, it's full barrel width, full length, everything. Um and it's it's cool looking. I've held one and the only I would buy one if I didn't if it didn't have the gold nib. So maybe that's something I got to look at finding a replacement for. But um that's always been kind of in the back of my mind as a pen that I would like and would want to try. Um what else? What else? <clears throat> yeah, this is a good. This is a good exercise actually. Because I, I, this, is, this is what my email inbox is like. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so it's good. No, it's fun. It's fun to try to, to try to, you know, people give you a list of, you know, this is, this is exactly what I'm looking for when people are looking for recommendations. You know, she's obviously, she's very precise in what she wants, and that's good. Like I wrote down, I was writing all this down, as you're saying, you know, we want a pen that's sleek and simple, non-demonstrator with a medium or greater or a stub nib it's lightweight it's smooth with a good flow it's full-sized and it's under $100. Yeah, that a hundred dollars you should be able to find that pen
0: list. and i guess the real the to the real benefit that she's had that other people don't get is somebody to sit down with her with a whole selection of different types of pen and be like, right? Try this now. Try this now, and then I can make sense in our speak of the things that she's <laughs> right <laughs> that she she's going through when she's trying them out, you know. And I can ask her questions that will give me those answers, like how how do you feel of, of the weight of this pen, you know? Because then they right. can tell me a little bit about the types of materials that she wants to use. I mean, she she seems, as I said, she's very happy with the uh, with with the Metropolitan hmm um so which which led me down the pilot route, but I kind of now want wanna find her a stub nib,
1: yeah, I mean you can get it it's not hard i mean excuse me, it's hard to find, but you can get pilot the prayer comes with a calligraphy nib that you can get I think all those are clear barreled the ones that come with the nib, but you could buy a nib and swap it out into a, you know, if she likes the 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 prayer barrel.
0: Yeah, she doesn't like it.
1: Yeah, too small.
0: She just doesn't like the way it looks, which I was yeah. surprised about. Because she just didn't,
1: just didn't like it. Yeah. So we'll put some more thinking into this, mm. and we'll we'll get some feedback from the listeners too, and uh, I'll put some more some more thought into it. I'm thinking Twisby Micarta right now, but, you know, being put on the spot, I might be thinking of... Not being, able, I might be overlooking something that's right in front of my face. Um, but I'm trying to think. the the fifty, let's say like sixty to a hundred dollar range in pins has always been a challenging range. I've felt um, there's very few things that just nail it that are worth it in that price range. It's like you can get a better value in the fifty to sixty dollar range or below. And then you got to go to like 125 to 150 to kind of see a real difference there. I've always felt that that range in the middle is a, a little bit more challenging. Sure. Um, for me,
0: one thing that I am willing to do, um, like for example, you mentioned like the Prera has like a calligraphy nib. If we can mm-hmm. find a pen body that matches and a nib that I need to get from another pen, I'm willing to Frankenstein this thing. Sure. You know, and 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 get get together the right thing mm-hmm,
1: you mm-hmm. know so i think i've got enough to to work off of so i'll see if i can come up with something else so. and i think um i think we can figure this out this is this is what makes it fun
0: yes yeah, it's this it's like a treasure hunt i feel mm-hmm. like i and, and i feel like i've personally gone as far as i can go like and i've, I've been looking around and I'm, I'm i'm struggling now to to come up with much more than, than what right. I have because I seem to keep finding myself like leading myself down paths which have no clear end like mm-hmm. you know i like right okay she likes this let me look at this then I'm like great this is the perfect pen right cannot get a stub nib for it this company also <laughs> does, doesn't make stub nibs for as much as I can find so then you you know you end up running round and round and round again um, the Metropolitan I mean it surprised me that people seem to love that thing so much but-
1: oh man it's 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 unstoppable. It really is. Everyone loves that pen. And I can see why. I mean, for the price, it's amazing.
0: But there's just a the part of me that's like, oh, I just wanted to have something better. I know, I know. I would be disappointed in myself if the best that I could could source would be the pilot metropolitan. As great a pen as it is, just because the thing is made of plastic. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like just this, just a, a standard run-of-the-mill fountain pen.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, just remember, as the great Stephen Patrick Morrissey said, these things take time. So we're going to have to, you know, maybe the Metropolitan's the thing for now. Yeah, or oh, it is, then it's, eventually, it's fine. Yeah, then eventually there's going to be something that clicks and they're going to say, I need this, or you know, I'm looking for something a little bit different or, you know, there's, there's always that gateway drug. Yeah. And, um, you know, there's no, you don't have to rush it. You know, you know how long it took me to get into fountain pens. Um, and you know, some of the things that I found in the beginning that I thought were like the ultimate pen ever and, you know, don't use anymore, you know, things like that. So, you know, it's uh, it doesn't have to be force force fed, so if the the Metropolitan's the one, there's no really argument with that. And you know what? What you can do is you can buy a Pilot Plumix. It's P L U M I X. We can put a link in the show notes. It's less than ten dollars. It's got the calligraphy nib, and you can put that right on the Metropolitan. Huh? Boom.
0: Well, look at you. Mm-hmm. That could be it. Yep. Hmm. Well, well, well. Um, Before we wrap this topic up, so I've forgotten about this. So prior to me uh, going through this, I was sent by this person a list of designs that she thought was interesting. It's quite funny, the stuff that she's picking out. So uh, simple, sophisticated pens... um, and what she sent me was the Quaker, mm-hmm. right? So that style, she doesn't like the cap, but she likes mm-hmm. the whole thing that is simple. Right. And matte plastic, she likes them more. Then shiny plastic, mm-hmm. hence mm-hmm. the Metropolitan, right? Mm-hmm. Um, she then sent me some other pen I've never seen in my life, so I, I will forget about that. It's labeled Pocket <laughs> Fountain Pen. She was on Pinterest, basically. Gotcha. Then she said something th- funky. She likes funky. Um, mm-hmm. and, and so she sent me a link to uh, the Pelican Twist. you familiar with even, this? No. It's this very strange looking pen. It's one of those learn to write fountain pens.
1: That's kind of what I was thinking it was, but I'm, I can't picture it.
0: Yep. Uh, I'll put it in the show notes. But All this right. thing is like $10. Mm-hmm. It's exactly like that one that you were showing me last week, or showing us. Not even, like, this show's just me and you. <laughs> this is just our conversation. What was the name of that one that we were looking at? I don't even remember. Do you remember? It was like the the colorful one with the smiley face on it.
1: Oh, 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 yeah. The Kakuno.
0: The Kakuno, yeah. So Love that. Yeah, thing. so that, that was one thing that I forgot to mention. Likes quite funky designs as well. Okay, gotcha. Just because I don't have anything like that. Um... What else do we have here? Maybe something girly and charming. Do you know what she sent me? What? A Nakaya.
1: Oh gosh.
0: <laughs> yeah, dream on. You can yeah. you carry on down that little route. Oof. And she said, and I also like nibs like this that are beautiful to look at. Do you know what she sent me?
1: <laughs> Montblanc
0: Pelican M One
1: Thousand. Oh Lord, yeah, that's a similar looking nib. That's yeah. huge, beautiful, beautiful nib. Yeah. Yep. So crazy. That's, that's good. That's good. That's she more, knows what she likes.
0: Yeah, that's more around design. Clearly, she's right. picking good stuff. You know, but yeah, um, that's funny. So I'm <laughs> yeah I'm probably gonna get this plumex see if it's on Colt pens because I'll just throw that in a cart along with this Pelican thing yep. so so I can you know see what she thinks of those
1: Plumix. Yeah, the nib's real easy to change and No, it's not and you nice. can and you can get some funky um, metropolitan barrels now too. They've come out with more than, you know, the gold, silver, and black. Yeah. They've come not... out with white and purple and patterns and things like that. So
0: yeah, well, maybe I mean, that's the ticket. They're not that exciting
1: though. They just change the well, No no no, not for me. I'm just saying they just have more a wider range now than the ones that when they first came out with. That so so might be up a rally.
0: I can get if I grab the uh, Plumix, I can re- remove that nib, put it on the Metropolitan? Yes. Cool. Hmm. It's a shame Colt pens don't seem to carry it, which is a shame.
1: You should be able to find it somewhere. It's, I mean, it's one of those pens that at, for a time it was on the shelves in the U.S. at like, Target, you know, just like a big box retailer. So it's a somewhat commonish pen, but I don't know. I don't know how often. I don't know if they're still manufacturing as many as they used to when they came out a few years ago. Yeah. But if not, you know, I can come up with one for you. There
0: are there any other Pilot pens that carry that nib that you're aware of?
1: No, no. I mean, just the Prera, which you're gonna have to spend too much just for the nib.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to spend 43 pounds on it. So, on a nib. what Pilot
1: does, there's two pens that are bought by people like me who like to change nibs around for, these, for use in other pens, like the Prera. It's the Pilot Penmanship because you can get the EF steel nib, which doesn't come in the Prera or the Kakuno, and the Pilot Plumix, which has the calligraphy nib, which doesn't come in those. So,
0: why didn't they just offer the nib?
1: I don't know. I don't Weird. know, but both of, both of those pens are under $10. Like I bought like three or four penmanships. I think they were like 8.50 each at Jet Pens. Oh. Just so I could, just for the nibs. Oh. I mean, I don't even use the pen. I just take the nibs off and put them in my prayers or whatever else fits.
0: I'm going to assume that the Pilot Parallel does not have a removable nib. Though. No. Damn it. No. This is a 1.5 millimeter.
1: <clears throat> yeah, but it's it's a completely it's ninety yeah. it's a pure calligraphy nib. It's a very squared off rough Okay. Edge nib. It's not a stub nib that's got a little bit of that roll on the corners.
0: You really do know everything.
1: No, gosh. You do. No.
0: I've thrown these random pilot throwaway pens at you. You're like, oh yeah, well no this one has this. <laughs> I think I do this show with the right person.
1: Good. We should keep doing it. Oh yeah? Yeah. Huh. I think it's got I think it's got staying power. This baby's got we legs. Should, yeah, we should look into that. Speaking of legs, I need to run. So let's wrap this bad boy up. Dear Lord, that was maybe one of the worst. I'm good. I, I'm, I'm the best at the worst. I will tell you that right now. It's an interesting way to look at it. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Well, it's been a pleasure talking to you today, sir. Thank you very much for your assistance. We'll be Absolutely. back next week with another episode. If you'd like to, to find... The show notes and links and contact information for me and Brad go to five by five dot slash penadict slash eighty nine. I am Mike Hurley, I am at IMike, I am Y K E Brad is at Dowdyism D-O-W-D-Y-I-S M. And he writes at the penadict or PenAddict.com.
1: I own them both.
0: Because I made you. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening, and we'll be back next week. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.